2: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Hello, Steelers fans. This is your host, Jeff Hartman. Just wanted to give you a quick message before we get to the show. This show that you're about to hear was recorded yesterday throughout the day after 4 p.m., hoping to get all the latest news and notes for you, the Steelers fan, on this Monday morning. As you probably know, based on the breaking news podcast, which is on the feed prior to Let's Ride being aired on Monday morning, Well, the Steelers made a trade of Kevin Dotson around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time Sunday. And therefore, what you're going to hear is a podcast that has Kevin Dotson information in it as it pertains to the 53-man roster prediction. No, folks, this was not done intentionally. It's just one of those things that happens. I wanted to let you know that what you're going to hear, our 53-man roster prediction, is not completely outdated. Okay, You just might hear us talk about Kevin Dotson as if he was still a member of the team. Other than that, I just want to let you know, that the show is still alive. It's it's ready, it's good to go, and I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. It's bird fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network which is a part of Fans First Sports Network. So, look, we're at that time of the year, right, where there's not a lot of stuff going on in terms of the preseason's over and what's coming up. Regular season week one, 13 days away, as of today, Monday. We are going to have you covered, though, at SteelCurtainNetwork.com and right here on our podcast platform for every little bit of minutia that's going to be going on in between the end of the preseason and the start of the regular season. For instance, tomorrow... Tuesday, 4 p.m. is when the Pittsburgh Steelers have to get their roster down to 53 players. Now, if you've been paying attention over the weekend, the Steelers have already trimmed that roster. Nine players, so they're down from 90 to 81. No real notable names. Uh, the, the player that was released on Sunday was the wide receiver that was picked up after Cody White and Hakeem Butler were put on injured. Well, not an not injured reserve. They were waived injured. So based on that fact uh there, there weren't any surprises, no surprises at all the the tough cuts are coming and so maybe maybe by the time you hear this there are some cuts that have that have happened that we haven't announced but we've we're pretty up to date as you're hearing this on Monday morning. you know before I go into what we're talking about on today's podcast, I do want to mention a really cool giveaway that's happening at fans first sports. So fans first sports is trying to, the fans first sports network, I should say, is trying to, you know, give back to the fan base. We are fans. We want fans to be attracted to our content based on the fact that we're we're unbiased. We we are. Uh, let me rephrase that. We are biased. We are fans. We want our teams to win. We don't have to play that neutral card. Try to toe the company line, so to speak. So we decided we were going to give away four tickets to any NFL Week 1 game. Now, you're a Steeler fan. You're listening to this. You're obviously going to want tickets to that Week 1 game against San Francisco at Acroshore Stadium, the first home Week 1 game the Steelers have had in a really, really long time. So you want to be there. You want to go for free. You want premium tickets. I'm talking about tickets that could be up to $5,000 in value. Think about that. $5,000 in value for four tickets. You could be in the best seats available for that game. So you want to go for free, right? Here's what you have to do. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. Fill out the appropriate information, and you're in. That's it. Again, contest.fansfirstsports.com. Com. That's right. That is where you have to go to enter. Get your name in the hat. I would love to see a Steeler fan get these tickets. Love to have you on my show to talk about the experience. The contest goes until September 4th. And then we will announce the winner on FansForSports.com. So make sure you check that out. I hope everyone gets their name in the hat. We'll see who wins. Now today's podcast. Today's podcast is one that I wasn't sure if our schedules were going to sync up, but it did. We made it happen. Dave Schofield is going to be joining me for our final 53-man roster prediction. We did it a little bit different. We, we were trying something new. We're gonna I'll explain all that as we get started with this. So it's kind of like a Monday morning conversation. Really, some tough decisions for the Steelers to make. Some possibilities with players that might be banged up and an injured reserve stuff like that. Make sure you listen to all of this. And uh, I really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. So here we go. Let's get to it. Coming up after this quick break. A couple words from our sponsors. You're going to hear myself, Dave Schofield, give our final 53-man roster prediction before the Steelers have to do so on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All
3: right, Steeler fans, monday i'm really excited for this podcast uh talked about it at the intro of the show we got dave Schofield on you might be sitting here listening and thinking okay here we go again like dave's been on a bunch and you guys have done the 53 man roster predictions and it's the same old same old and you guys are going to talk about we decided to go in a different way so if you're if you've gotten this far in the show just understand we're going to be switching it up a little bit and what i mean by that is i wanted you all to picture us as the coaching staff and we're going to come up with one 53 man roster prediction not so much dave's and jeff's but this is us trying to convince each other of okay what moves do we make how do we figure this out who makes it who doesn't that's the approach dave welcome to the show
1: (laughs) hey this is gonna be fun because i mean we don't this is we're not we didn't do this ahead of time this is what we're doing right now on the spot for you all trying to come up with the argument of, of 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 who we should go with
0: where
3: yeah, and the Steelers have already released eight players on Saturday. There could be a whole nother round of of those players that you know aren't going to make the team that are gone. We're talking about those fringe players, those tough battles, and how we have to narrow that down to 53. We're still going to go position by position. We're going to start with offense, finish with defense, even though Dave and I just talked about before we went on the air how sometimes we feel like the defense gets jipped because we always do it second, yeah. and we're trying to like figure things out. But that's just the, that's just the lay of the land. So, Dave, are you ready?
1: I am ready.
3: All right, let's do this. We're going to start with quarterback, which is going to be the easiest thing to talk <laughs> about. Three players are going to make it. Uh, three players are Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph. Do you see, I, I don't, ever. some people are like, oh, well, maybe uh, Tanner Morgan will find his way on the practice squad. I, why? Like, there's no reason why? to have a fourth quarterback in the system on the practice squad. you agree with that?
1: I 100% agree with that. I try to remind people this all the time. They said it last year when the Steelers drafted a quarterback in the seventh round. Oh, he's for the practice squad. No, he's not. Even some of the beat reporters were saying practice squad. I'm like, no, the only time the Steelers have ever kept a fourth quarterback on the practice squad that I can remember is to have them specifically fill a role for practice to to simulate a different quarterback. That's the yeah. only time I can think of it. It makes no sense otherwise because they're never going to get any practice time. And exactly. you need those 16 spots to actually have people filling, you know, to do things in practice. Uh right. with the occasion of the COVID year, there's really no reason to keep a kicker or something like that on the practice squad unless your kicker's dealing with an injury or something like that that you don't know about. You have to use the practice squad for people
3: that practice. No, great point. Now let's go to running back. Running back is a position where there is some debate. There is some questions, we'll put it that way, as it pertains to who will make the team, who doesn't make the team. The top two are solidified. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. The question is, though, do they keep Anthony McFarlane Jr., or do they cut him and hope to put him on the practice squad, in which case, if there's an injury, he could be elevated, and they could have an emergency running back already on the roster. We'll talk about that in a second. Dave, what right now as you're sitting here, are you thinking Anthony McFarlane makes the team, or do you think that they might say if we need to trim the fat, he could be a guy that's gone?
1: That could be a place that they could trim the fat and say this is a guy that's gone because they even gave Connor Hayward some handoffs in the last preseason game. Make you think that's a possibility. But I'm not quite ready to go that far. I think, if anything, they would, uh, that's really risky to only run two running backs on the 53 man roster. I think they're more likely to have him on the roster, but maybe not give him a helmet on game day.
3: Yes. And I, I'm leaning that way as well. So we, but we, I think we both have Anthony McFarlane making the team. Again, if, if there's a shock, it would be he gets cut. Like that would I, be a shock for me. I wouldn't be did. shocked. I'd
1: be surprised. I don't know. It all depends on your definition of those words. Yeah. You're uh, right. it, it, because it's unconventional that would be the shock that they would go an unconventional route. Um I think Anthony McFarland is the third guy there's no real doubt about that. The only question is is how they want to play it out with their 53.
3: Well, especially based on the fact that if Anthony McFarland I just don't see kickoff a kickoff for Turner being anything of note anymore. No. They can fair catch it. They can just let it go to the end zone for a touchback. Yes, he brought two out of the end zone. He's just trying to make a play. I have no problem in the preseason. They, they, they,
1: want yeah, sure, hey, they want to see if guys can block it. That's what they want to see. Can guys block the kickoff return? Or are we definitely going to be doing the fair catch thing?
3: So to me, Anthony McFarlane's roster spot would be that of only a a I I hey, there's an injury I'm going to address. And in which case, they've always done that. He, he's done that before. You know, Benny Snell did that, although Benny Snell also had good uh coverage in, in special teams as well but okay so we both have three running backs making the team Najee, Jalen Warren, and anthony mcfarland fullback we have it as none but there's going to be someone that fills that position which we'll talk it's about just it's just not a true it's just not a true fullback exactly now wide receiver six wide receivers five wide receivers i don't think there's any possibility that they go with seven that just doesn't make no. sense Let's talk about the solidified players that there's no question. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, and Calvin Austin the third. I might even go as far as saying Miles Boykin is solidified. Dave, do you agree with that?
1: I don't. I'm gonna put him oh. on my roster, but okay. I would not be shocked if he is cut because he didn't bring much as a wide receiver, and you're like, but all those special teams. Steelers have had some other guys specia- step up in special teams that could fill that in a in maybe not as good as Boykin, but uh-huh. could fill it in a way where they give more as a reserve at their position. The Steelers just didn't really use him as a wide receiver, and it seems really tough to give him that spot. To me, it's between Boy- Boykin and Killebrew, and I think Killebrew just gives a little bit more.
3: Okay, so... I mean, I'm putting him there,
1: but I don't don't think he's locked. I don't think he's locked.
3: He's not a lock. So let's talk about numbers. Do you think they keep five or six? I think they're going to keep six, but I wouldn't be shocked if they only dressed five. Okay. So are you putting Miles Boykin on the roster right now or no?
1: I am, but I think he is a player that could end up not on the roster if the Steelers pick up a wide receiver you know, in some sort of, you know, cut waiver wire, you know, it could possibly be a trade But I don't really see that to me. That would be what would force him off the roster, not based on what the Steelers have on their roster right
0: now.
3: Right. So I agree with you hundred percent. If, if they decide to cut ties with miles Boykin, it's going to be based solely on the fact that they feel like they have enough quality special teams players elsewhere that they don't need him to just be that special teams guy. Yeah. Based Because they're, they're not going to rely on him as a receiver. Gunnar Olszewski, who most yeah. people, if they're cutting the if they're taking this number from six to five, they're going to cut him. I don't so think they're going to cut him. He actually <laughs> provides more of a wide receiver value than yeah. Boykin does. So I, this is I, the I question agree. of where you're talking about Killebrew, you're talking about Tanner Muse. We'll get to them on the defensive side of the football. Elijah I, I totally Riley. Under, yeah, you have all these players that there might be more value. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with five. I'm going to say that they only keep five and you've convinced me. I don't think miles Boykin makes the team, (laughs) which is
1: funny. I made the case, but yet I was still willing to keep him.
3: (laughs) No, but I I think Gunnar Olszewski, like I said, I mean, if let's say there's an injury to a Calvin Austin, he can return kicks. He can return punts. The only way that they, if they cut Anthony McFarland, then maybe they keep six because Anthony McFarland, if he's not going to dress on game days ever, unless there's an injury, Mm-hmm. at least miles Boykin is going to get a helmet and will play good special teams for you.
1: Or the next unit that we talk about what they do with their numbers there. I think yeah. we should keep wide receiver at five okay. or six. Got it. And that's going to be one that we have to come back and visit. Like hey, are that. we only going to keep five because of numbers? Or are we going to keep six because of the numbers?
3: Okay. So we have some flexibility. Right. there. Let's go to tight end and let's talk about okay. that. We know that Pat Friar, meets Darnell Washington and yes, Connor Hayward, are, I think, locks to make the team. Connor Hayward as a fullback, as a, an emergency running back, as a tight end, he has a massive amount of value. We don't need to talk about the rookie third-round pick in Darnell Washington or Pat Fryermuth as the established man at tight end. It's Zach Gentry. Does Zach Gentry make the team? He was seen in a walking boot uh, over the weekend at the facility. Mike Tomlin just kind of poo-pooed that and said he's fine. But at the same time, do the Steelers really need for on their roster, I'm not sold that they do. What do you think?
1: I'm not sold that they do either, especially what I've said before is name something that Zach Gentry does that one of the other tight ends doesn't do better.
3: Right. Yeah, nothing. That's my biggest thing. Not after after what we saw from Darnell Washington in the preseason. He had a great preseason.
1: Yes, he did. So, I mean, Darnell Washington is going to be your best blocker. Now, the only question is, do you want two really good I don't know if I'd call them really good. Maybe really good for tight ends, but two two blocking tight ends to be able to use in certain packages, you could, or you could bring in an extra tackle. You know that that could work as well. So to me, that's kind of some of the flexibility. Are there are the Steelers going to go more tight end heavy, or are the Steelers going to go more receiver heavy? It's this kind of hints towards their offensive philosophy. But I also wouldn't be shocked if the Steelers keep Zach Gentry and 24 hours later, put him on IR.
3: I see what you're saying. Okay. That, that, that would make some sense. I'm going to say that if assuming he's not headed for IR, let's just make mm-hmm. that assumption. I think they cut him. Okay. I, he's done nothing in the preseason. That's been of note. Uh, Even Darnell Washington, like I said, and a lot of people were watching him more. I get that. I do. But at the same time, it, it just doesn't seem to fit. You watch, yes, they want to be tight end heavy, but if you're going to want a blocker and a guy that can potentially stretch the field, you're not putting Zach Gentry out there. You're putting Darnell Washington out there. Yeah. And then you have the flexibility with Connor Hayward, Pat Friarney. They want him lined up less in line and more in the slot. Makes a lot of sense. All that equates to me. I think they keep three and not four. You in, you in on that or out?
1: i'm I'm in on that, but here's what I think going could possibly happen. We we just want to put this out there as a possibility. Yeah. I would not be shocked if, let's say Miles Boykin gets cut and Zach Gentry gets kept. and twenty four hours later, Miles Boykin is signed when Zach Gentry's put on IR because Boykin is not on a rookie contract. he's 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 one of those yeah. um. He doesn't have to go through waivers. So right. that's the key. If you're going to cut somebody, you cut a guy with a low contract that doesn't have to go through waivers to say, hey, we've got to get this guy on IR. We want to sign you right back. Last year, that guy was Marcus Allen. Yes. That, that they, they did that. He was cut and then was brought back 24 hours later. Um, I think it was to get Calvin Austin third on IR. So it was.
3: I think you're right. It it, it seems like this has happened like every year for the last five years. Yeah. And and,
1: and I think Boykin is a, because, because he's, he's a minimum salary guy. He's like the, one of the perfect ones that they could do that with. Well, there's another one on defense. They could do that. I'll bring up as well.
3: Yeah. So let's finish the offense with the offensive line. Uh, We both have nine. We, we both see that this is really the question here is does Kendrick green make the team? Other than that, it's pretty much a lock with Jukes, Dan Moore, Broderick Jones, Sam Allo, James Daniels, assuming Nate Herbig is healthy, that his shoulder is healthy. And I would think Kevin Dotson makes the team with Mason Cole, but then you have that last spot. Is it Spencer Anderson or is it Kendrick Green? What are your thoughts? That's a tough one. I'm afraid if you let Anderson go, he's going to get claimed. I guarantee he gets claimed. <laughs> I um, the gets
1: because the that kind of versatility across the line, I mean, my goodness, wasn't it Kansas City that was something with the draft, and Kansas City was going to take him, and then something yeah. else crazy happened, and the Steelers took him. There are other teams out there that that saw some potential with him, and he's lived up to that with what he's put on tape in, in the preseason. I'm not saying it was all great, but he's a kind, kind of guy that if you need an extra guy on the offensive line, I would still wouldn't be shocked if there was a move made here in in the trade department by tuesday at four o'clock not saying there has to be it just wouldn't shock me um i'm i I, kevin Dotson's an interesting question mark right now especially with him missing the game with with an injury i this is on might be crazy maybe the steelers do it again they end up having to keep 10 and someone like Dotson ends up on ir and then you delay that decision four weeks into the year of what you're going to do with who. And that's a little bit easier to get players on the practice squad sometimes when it's not that whole big rush at the beginning. So I'm I'm still saying tight end and offensive line have are p- potential position groups where someone could go on IR. I think Herbig is, is – Nate Herbig is closer to being back, and it might not be him. I just – if they're not going to play Kevin Dotson and they don't know what to do with Kevin Dotson – he, missing the the third preseason game. That's a great excuse to just pop him on IR for at least 4 weeks to start the season and then decide what you want to do.
3: Let let's say Kevin Dodson's healthy and that doesn't yeah. happen. To me it comes down to which is the which player has the better chance of if you're going to have to bring him back. Of not getting claimed, Spencer Anderson or Kendrick Green. I, I mean, think you keep no him. That's
1: I'm, a oh, no yeah, brainer though.
3: Kendrick Green's not going to get claimed. I mean, if, if he got claimed, I would be stunned.
1: <laughs> I don't know those in, a- those Atlanta um, broadcasters that everyone's talking about. Oh, Kendrick Green, that he's a sought after guy. The Steelers could trade him, you know.
3: Maybe out. Maybe we're wearing our black and gold goggles. You are. You are citing in the Atlanta broadcast. I know. I know. Well, hey,
1: at least nature. I'm not talking about <laughs> golf or nachos or big hats or anything like that. Exactly. But but I'm... my point is, is sometimes we don't. Other other things come up that we as Steelers fans don't realize that that there's a completely different narrative outside of Steelers Nation. To me, honestly. I think if if there's a possibility of of Dotson going on IR, it's at the Steelers keep ten linemen for 24 hours.
3: Yeah, I'm going to so, stick with my guns and say that Kendra Green doesn't make the initial 53 okay. man roster. Um, okay. Because honestly, even if Kevin Dotson's a little banged up, and you're like, hey, he might not be ready week one or week two, you could have him inactive, and just say like, hey, we'll just we'll just weather the storm, weather the storm, and then that's a better interior depth than than Kendrick Green provides. The only question is backup oh, yeah. center. And I, and I think too, people have to remember uh, the, the moves that are going to be made. It's not just going to be like, Oh, Tuesday's it. Here's your roster. They're, They're going to make network, multiple but be multiple moves. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of moves made. So once they make that final 53, don't, don't go uh, putting it in pen anywhere, well, put it in pencil. Cause there's going to be some changes.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. It's funny how I convinced you with some things. I'm convincing myself even more. I'm thinking Dotson goes an IR start season. I would I would bet on that because if he's not starting, he's also a guy that might not get a helmet because he doesn't offer a lot in position flexibility. Kendrick Green played fairly well at right guard, a position he had never played for. Yeah, in the NFL. I, I mean, I can't speak for college, but I mean that was his first snaps ever at right guard were to start the game, Thursday night. So. Love that's that. the, that's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, which which at least shows I you'd almost rather have him as a reserve on game day just because of the flexibility, yeah. him and Herbig. And of course, you're going to have all three tackles. Notice we're not right. talking about relate, um, Clark like before the right. training camp. Sorry, we're spending so much time on offensive line, but you know, this, yeah, this okay. is kind of my thing. I, I, I. Right now, I think it's hard to even give Kevin Dotson a helmet on game day, just because if he's not starting, he doesn't offer a lot of position flexibility.
3: So you have you have them. Okay, so you have them technically keeping. I would have them
1: keep ten, and then then they're going to bring, especially if they're only going to do five wide receivers.
3: Have them keep ten, and then they're bringing somebody else back. All right, so so let's solidify this. Let's have let's have the number at five for wide receivers with Miles Boykin getting cut. Okay. Let's have tight end with three. Yep. Zach Gentry getting cut offensive line at 10. Okay. And then eventually that being minimized to nine. Yes. And then miles Boykin being signed. So how many is that for offense total?
1: Okay. That gives us, I'm pretty sure it's 24, but I'm looking at, yes, that is
3: 24 that for is offense. Total. Okay. That's All a good right. total for offense. I like it. Let's go to defense. Now this is, there's some tough decisions here and it starts with the defensive line. Yeah, Cameron Hayward, Larry O, DeMarvin Leal, Keanu Benton, Raiden Fihoko, Armand Watts, Isaiah Loudermilk, but also Montrevious Adams in the mix. How many do they keep? Seven? Eight? What do you think, Dave? Well, th-
1: I don't think there's any way they keep, keep eight. I really don't. I think seven is even a lot. They, there's no guarantee they're going to keep seven. I just can't cut it down to anything lower than
3: that. So let's let's talk about the locks. Cam Hayward, Larry yep. O, DeMarvin yep. Leal, yep. DeAnu Benton. Yep. I think it's it. Those four. So I'll be honest with you.
1: No, actually my next one, I think he's Armand Watts. He's a lock. I don't, well, not a lock, but you have closest. He's the next closest. I, yeah, I, I think that he's actually, he's produced well on tape. I I think I know who I'm cutting. I mean, we basically have to cut one of those guys
0: Yeah.
1: and and this is going to pain me. I know it's going to pain Shannon white to hear it because you hear so much good things in practice, but you just don't see it in a game. And maybe because they don't see the game they they're thinking practice squad it could be Fahoko
3: yeah you, you were that's spot on when you said he he sounded great because you're reading things in in the tracker and you're reading things on Twitter or X and you're like oh is tearing it up but then you never really noticed him in the games that was nope. a great point um I think louder milk makes the team I and I too. think I don't think Montrevious Adams makes the team mm-hmm. uh th- there's just this is not necessary, in my opinion. Now, you, don't I had, you don't need
1: Adams and Fahoko. You don't need both of them. So it's
3: one or the other. It's so the other. yeah. So I had Fahoko in my last prediction as in, and Adams out. So did I. You, you want to switch that, and you want to have Adams stay and Fahoko. So you're still keeping seven, correct?
1: No, it still keeps. I just, I think that's a coin flip, and I think it has to do so much more than with what's going on, not even on the practice field, but inside the building to make that decision because I, I, I think they could really go either way with it.
3: Well, I think that I think Montrevious Adams provides a little bit more flexibility along the defensive front. I than do. Hoko does. And plus, you know, I'm going to agree with you for one reason. There was a story written or maybe it was just a tweet. I'm not sure about how Montrevious Adams is an unbelievable teammate. Like the way yeah. he handles his fellow younger players, taking him under his wing, helping him out. And they're like, your roster spots, not secure. He goes, that's, I don't care. My job is to help the next guys through and help them be better players. So because of that, I'll be on board with you. Let's let's keep Adams and let's get rid of Fehoko and, and try and
1: hopefully get him to the practice squad.
3: Yes, that would be a hope. So we're still keeping with seven. There you go. So it's Hayward, Ogunjobi, Leal, Benton, Armand Watts, Loudermilk and Adams to round out the defensive front. Some tough decisions there. Now outside linebackers a little bit easier. I don't think there's any discussion here at all. <laughs> TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden in no particular order. There you have it. There's your four. Uh, let's clean up an aisle uh, aisle three and let's move on to inside. Linebacker, I, actually, right?
1: I was going to say one thing about that real quick. What's up? The Steelers have their, uh, their next three options of Quincy Roche, um, David Prowles and Toby. Is it, and Dukeway, is that did I say it right? I, I think hopefully I think you did. Yeah. I think two of those three are going on your practice squad if you can get them there. So if one of those three get claimed off waivers, the Steelers are still in, in good shape. Because I don't even know which two of the three they would prefer.
3: Yeah. I, I know they love like was it Perales, though you said? Yeah. Yeah. I think they I know they like him a lot, but we'll, we'll see. Moshe played
1: well on Thursday night too. He did. So and he, he didn't even play game. defense the second week. It's so, weird. Very well. Nah, but no. it's
3: still, when it comes to the players that matter, the four that those, we're talking those about, are those, are, those are solidified. So now you go to inside linebacker, and this is where things get really interesting. You made a great point in your last prediction. Tanner Muse, you know, we had kind of said, look, well, he's kind of a hybrid. The dude's an inside linebacker. At least that's what the Steelers view him as, based on the fact that's the only place he played. Now, granted, it was in sub packages mostly, but still, Tanner Muse should be in the mix for inside linebacker. We have... I think four that are box to make the team: Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts, Mark Robinson, and Quan Alexander. You had Tanner Muse making the team as a fifth. Do you still believe yeah, that? I, that's I still have track?
1: five. I have Tanner Muse making this roster. He had another good performance at inside linebacker after not having a good one in, in the first week. He had two good performances following that up to show he can be the Marcus Allen role. He can be the guy that I'm here at the bottom of the depth chart. If you need me, but I'll just go out there and make every play that I can on special teams for you.
3: Yeah, I've warmed. I've warmed up to that decision because I really was struggling the last prediction of both Tanner Muse or Miles Kilberry. I want to keep them both, and I think this is the way to do it. So I'm going to say Tanner Muse is in. We'll say both. Both of us agree that that's a five position um, mm-hmm. on the five depth the depth chart, whatever you want to call it. So we have five there for inside linebacker and we say Tanner is in now cornerback. Gosh, I wish Corey Trice was still healthy, but he's not. Nonetheless, you have Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, Joey Porter, Jr. James Pierre. Some people have been kind of bullish on him and whether he could make the team and Shannon Sullivan. I think Pierre makes it. I think he is experienced depth. He is special teams prowess. And I think that, you know, if you're having to rely on James Pierre, that's a problem in and of itself. But do you still see Pierre making it? And do you see Chandon Sullivan as well?
1: Well, I see Chandon Sullivan. I think he's, he did a nice job the last couple games. games. Um, he's a guy that Patrick Peterson played with in Minnesota and was happy to have him come over. So, and, and I mean, he he seems more, you know, as as an on the line guy, he's when it comes to the slot Some people were thinking it's an either-or with him and Riley, but notice we're not talking about Riley here. You know why? Because he's not a cornerback. He's a safety. Exactly. That's why we're not talking about him now. And and there's room for both of these guys. I think these are the five. But I would not be shocked if the Steelers added a cornerback to their 53 from somewhere else in place of James Pierre. Yes, James Pierre gives you good special teams, but his play at cornerback was below the line throughout the the preseason. It was, It it was, was not varsity play.
3: You're you're correct, and this is one of those where when I gave an example, it was the Ross Cockrell signing. Mm -hmm. When Ross Cockrell was added, he was that he got cut. The Steelers pick him up. Actually, turns into a pretty good player, and eventually wins a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. In case people forget, he's he was in the league for a while. So yeah, I could see them adding, and if they do. I think Pierre's gone. Yeah, uh, but if they don't, and I think he stays.
1: Pierre is another player. Like I said, there'd be another one on defense because he's a play. He has no signing bonus. They signed with the Steelers. He's a one point three million dollar contract, no signing bonus. They lose. They don't lose a penny by cutting waves with him. But he's also a guy that they could not keep on the initial fifty three man roster. Doesn't have to go through waivers. I'm pretty sure because he was a restricted free agent. Yes, that they didn't sign. So they didn't offer a tender and they signed him back. So uh, when did he was 2021 was his first year?
2: So. No, he might
1: have to go through waivers. So I might have to take that back because okay. I don't think he has, I think he
3: has to have four years in. He, he He's borderline with that,
2: but if it's a player like that your, that you would you,
3: cut and then sign back. If you're upgrading your roster and you're confident in what's going to be available, then it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. But to me, I think they probably keep him, but in the first 53, but I would not be shocked if he is not there by week one.
3: Yeah. Okay. But we both have five at that position. The names could definitely change. Let's go to safety. You know, you talk about Manka Fitzpatrick, DeMonte Casey, Keanu Neal. Uh, Those are the three solidified players no matter what. But then you get into Miles Killebrew, Elijah Riley. Do both of them make it for you?
1: Both of them make it for me.
2: All right.
3: Elijah Riley
1: gives you that safety depth that you don't, that, that some people don't realize that they have. From from Riley, because they were thinking about him so much in the slot. If your safeties, if you're getting low on safeties, Riley can play safety and then they go with other options at the slot.
3: Yeah, I agree with that 100 percent. I think Elijah Riley's definitely done enough. Everyone was saying and it might, they, they might have misconstrued Mike Tomlin's words in his press conference on Tuesday about uh, Riley and Chandon Sullivan and. He said, "Could we keep them both?" Yes, I'm just not sure if that's going to work out. I mean, that they, they saw that as an either or. I didn't see it that way. It was just yeah. one of those where he's trying to figure out, "Hey, look, at it, we got to figure out this roster, and I can't guarantee yeah. that both are going to make it." So, um, the guy who's going
1: to be the primary guy in that role is going to make it, and that's all right. they can guarantee. I mean, my goodness, you don't guarantee anybody beyond who
3: you have locked in as, as your starters. You know, that's yeah. So, so that's what he was saying, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So we both have five safeties. Yeah. With Miles Kilbride and Elijah Riley, that gives us. That gives us. We didn't mention. Yeah, I'm pretty sure
1: we did not mention. No one No one really has much this preseason. Trey Norwood, I think, because he hasn't made much of a, a, a splash, was injured in second. In the second game, didn't play. Just come back. He is a prime practice squad guy that could very easily be elevated if there's ever anyone dinged up.
3: And it would be. It would be a great position for him. Yeah, you know, seventh really round draft was. pick. Yeah. So good point. So that's 26 on defense, that's 24 on offense. That's 50. The specialists, you know, there was a there was a couple competitions going on. I don't think there is a competition to punter anymore. Boswell, Presley Harvin, the third, and Christian Coons because they released their long snappers in that first wave of cuts. That, that's the three, right, Dave?
1: Yeah. And then to me, the only reason they're keeping both punters right now is. Is the Steelers? It was reported that the Steelers were not the only team that put in the the waiver claim for for Man when he was released earlier this off season. So there is other teams that would that would probably like to to grab him when the Steelers cut him. So if there is more than one team who would put, who would look for him, this that's where the Steelers can use that. Hey, maybe we can hold on to him uh, up until the up until the very last minute. See if we could trade him if nothing more. Swap a seventh for a sixth. I yeah. mean, I'd take that for a guy that you're looking at anyway, and the, and you're like, well, why would any other team do it? If there are multiple teams who would look for him, then you don't have to worry about if you're going to get him or not.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. So there you have it, 53 players, just like that. You can check out this article, which will run probably 9:30 a.m. Eastern time on Monday at SteelCurtainNetwork.com. Again, that SteelCurtainNetwork.com. Dave, any final thoughts about this fifty-three man roster? Would you be pretty pleased with it if this is the way it goes?
1: Yeah, I would be. I'll be honest with you. I, if, if we're not dealing with injury, I wouldn't be shocked if it's six wide receivers and nine offensive line. But I kind of like what we did there with that yeah. because it, it it made sense um, based on, on how things are going. And who knows? Maybe we hear that that uh, Dotson's back at practice on Monday, yeah. and then none of it matters. Um, yeah. So. It, 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 there's going to be something like that. So, why not go ahead and throw in one of those predictions? So, I really like that we did that. Um, one thing I didn't say way back at the beginning with quarterback is there are still people that talk about whether you keep your third one on the roster. Well, one, the Steelers have almost always kept their third one on the roster. And two, with the new third quarterback rule, where they have to be on the roster to be able to dress on game day, absolutely they're gone too. So, there's no question about that one. Yeah. So, I think, I mean, how many do you think we talked about in, in general that were really questionable? Five or six?
3: Yeah, at the most. I mean, that's it. Think about that's it, what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. But, you know, Dave and I will probably be back on Tuesday to break down the actual roster cuts. Uh, we'll do a special breaking news podcast for that. We'll be talk about what the 53-man roster looks like, where might some changes be coming, any surprises, things like that. But as always, Dave, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: All right, a big thank you to Dave, as always, for taking the time. I do appreciate him. I appreciate him. You know, we're really just giving his time. like All these people I have on my show, it doesn't matter if it's Jeremy Jerome Betts, if it's Dave Schofield, if it's any number of people, individuals that I've had on my podcast throughout the past six months, a year, whatever, they give their time. I, I'm, I'm appreciative. We'll put it that way. Okay, so here's what you have to be on the lookout for on Tuesday. You know what to do with the mailbag tweet around 8 a.m. or so. I will put out that tweet. You respond with your question. I will answer that question live on the show on Wednesday, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. I'm excited. I know there's a little bit of downtime. We're going to have some really cool features for you. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. We'll see you on Wednesday. Go Steelers.